Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Mayfair Theater Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Mel. I'm Josh. And this is episode 60, I think. What? Mel's back. Mel's back. It was a harrowing... I just went to the bathroom. It was guys. a harrowing couple weeks. She was here the last two episodes. She was just tired. Those rumors that another Mayfair podcast scooped her up, I don't know where those came from. <laughs> this probably wants to convince people that we've just been sitting in this room for like 48 hours yeah. recording every podcast in a row. Yeah. We just didn't have anything to say. Mel was here. She just was quiet. She, she was she was holding out negotiations for uh, to get the Bytown podcast to get on the yeah. Bytown podcast. We're gonna sneak on the Bytown podcast and just say Mayfair stuff. I I do they have one? No, no. no well, if they did, we would do it. Oh my god! It's been a harrowing day. Um, first of all, our our sound robot broke, and uh, thank God it was a day that Marcus was around and coming in and Marcus our projectionist. Marcus our projectionist, our robot fixer. Because the sound was kind of working. There was like, there was no dialogue for um, Lady in the Van. Yeah. And I've seen Lady in the Van, so I thought maybe I'd have to like go in and give like a running commentary. <laughs> Be like, in this part, Maggie Smith is an eccentric homeless woman. They just kind of wing it. <laughs> kind of like a shadow cast. For, yeah. Like, it'd be, nice. be a one person shadow cast with the wrong dialogue. Like that mime lady on the news. Yeah. <laughs> But that's kind of fixed now, fixed enough so we can show movies for the next little while until the robot, new robot part comes in. Yeah. Um, and then I, 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 Andrew, you were probably on the safety of the bus, but I walked here uh, and I left my house and it was like birds singing and the sun shining. And then I got about halfway here and the most horrible hailstorm of all time hit well, me. Well, some of the hail was getting on into the bus because oh the windows God. were open. Yeah. And it would like hurt. It hurt my face. And it was like, and there was people like, huddling under things as I walked here and I'm like gotta keep going gotta get to the podcast yeah. <laughs> and then I I spoke incorrectly and I said a car hit me on the way here <laughs> which gave me a small panic attack like <laughs> where I should have said a, ca- a car hit a puddle and the puddle oh. hit me on the way here but I was just hit. well it is St. Patrick's Day so. yeah it could have been yeah oh yeah I feel bad for our friends that, like I don't know like because today's the night where people go out for, and get drunk for, for, no, for reason, no reason, really. really. They have an excuse. So, Targ is usually pretty cool people hanging out, but I have a feeling that even our friends at Targ might be hit with random people in big green meet, hats. You and get to meet the interesting folks, yeah. Or like, a, a couple, did we, a couple times randomly, once randomly we screened like a, a St. Patrick's theme romantic comedy, might have been with like Gerard Butler or something like that. That was a few years ago. We did a double bill once of uh, Daniel D. Lewis. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody came. Nobody came. Because everyone's out getting drunk. Yeah. Or like, it's like, you know, I don't even know if they're in distribution anymore, but like we could show like Leprechaun, but (laughs) but would it just be like a madhouse? Yeah, it's racist to the the Irish. Against the Irish? But I just imagine it being like a madhouse of people trying to sneak in green beer. And (laughs) yeah, so it's like... We'll just play our normal. I forgot. I forgot. I I forgot it was St. Patrick's Day. You were in green. I wore green. I swear <laughs> this was random, completely random. And I wear my Converse to match my T-shirts because I have like eight or nine pair of Converse. So I grabbed this Ramon shirt, put it on, put on the shoes, walked the dog, came back, and then something on like Google or something had like it's like by the way, and I was like, oh no, I did it. It was like Facebook was like, yeah, Happy St. Patrick's Day, Josh. Yeah, congratulations. You win a prize. But, yeah, there's, uh, 
Yeah, oh, I feel bad for people who work in bars tonight. You know, tonight, New Year's. New Year's and All the, of these the two shit show days. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you live in, like, Boston, if you live in Boston, it might just be, like, must just be, like, the purge. Like, <laughs> stay inside, bar your windows. Yeah, well, even living downtown, like, I'm yeah. sort of dreading hitting north northbound in a few. You oh, know? yeah. And it's, like, yeah. five-ish, but, like... Yeah. Some people have definitely gotten off work early. For yeah, the if, if, of. if Andrew's in the box office at for the 9 o'clock show, I bet you you'll be seeing some people uh. stumbling down the street mm-hmm. from, like, Quinn's or House of Targ or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I should just get, get like, a lawn chair <laughs> yeah. during the movie and go out and just and watch all the yeah. drunken... You should. We have a good stoop. Yeah. Last year for St. Patrick's Day, Anna and I, I think, were changing the marquee and we were serenaded by a drunk neighbor. Oh, good. Who's just, like, not really capable of conversing properly. Yeah. Um, but he was just singing everything that he had to say for us. And good, I was sort of good. like, can you stop? You're very distracting. Like, <laughs> It's that line between, like, eccentric and dangerous where yeah. you're like... Are you about to attack? What is, What's happening what right is here? this song? You're standing only one foot away yeah. from the ladder. Go oh, away. no. Don't climb up here with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It has turned, though. I, I, I tweet often whining about it being cold when I have to do the marquee. Yeah. And, and how... There was a day where I was almost oh like, God. okay, today's the day where we stop doing the marquee. This yeah. is it. Yeah. It was like minus 40 and you're up there and... And I, I finally came to the realization that I could use an I or a one to, like, jimmy out the other letters and not take off my gloves. But I did it a night ago or a couple nights ago, and I was like, oh, this is good. This is nice. And it's, it's and I commented, uh, and then one of our regulars was joking about wanting to change the marquee, and I put it on, on Twitter, and I was like, tonight's the night, Jess. Come on in. You can do it. Yeah. And she missed it. She was, like, at work or something. Oh, and she no. was like, oh, no. But then I was like, I was like, I was like, but then she like falls the ladder and sue us or something. Yeah, you know? well, that's like, like sometimes there's that's a thing. Like people yeah. are like, "Can I help?" I was like, young, yeah. "Young lady, can I come help you?" And it's like, "Can I?" Like, no, no, it's a liability. Yeah, the like ladder, you literally cannot do this for me. Yeah, the ladder will pinch your fingers and then you'll sue us and we'll go to court. It'll be horrible. You're gonna fall into Bank Street and get run over by a bus. That's my oh God. Yeah. worst case scenario. <laughs> I was cha- this is a little while ago. Changed the marquee after. Uh, our our Back to the Future Family Day thing. Yeah. And I'm up there, just and it wasn't too horrible outside, casually changing the marquee. And a woman pulls up and like screeches her tires and then hangs out the passenger side window and looks up and goes, goes, Is is Back to the Future on today? Oh, and I had like no. back to the in my hands, you know, future was on the marquee. And I go, I go, yeah, like it started fifteen or so minutes ago. And she just swears really loud oh, and no. it screeches away off into the horizon. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that, that was weird. She was really sad that she missed Back to the Future. <sighs> but yeah, it's like, I don't, you don't, don't yell at me. I'm busy. No. <laughs> I don't want to fall off this yeah. thing. But, uh, but yeah, it has turned. Even, even though the horrible hail and stuff today, it's, it's not the, the danger to change the marquee. The letters it, aren't frozen up there anymore. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like they're suctioned instead. Yeah, frozen in place. <laughs> Um, last week we did our first kids club. Um, yeah. it was fun. The first day, uh, I was a bit heartbroken because it was like eight people and Mel and I sat in the box office and yelled at passersby <laughs> who couldn't hear to us. To encourage them to come in. Cause like dozens of kids kept walking by. We're like, come in here, come in here. Uh, but it was like the first super nice day of the year. Yeah. Uh, second day numbers picked up greatly, uh, which made it an actual worthwhile endeavor. Um, and we'll have an announcement for another one very soon. 
Uh, I think it just has to be booked before you can say what it is. And dates. And dates. Right? Yeah, it'll be like end of April sometime, hopefully. And then uh, sooner or later, we'll get back on track with the uh, the curator who does our, our cartoons. Mm-hmm. And that'll just be like a kids club event as well, as long as you, you can just pay normally to get in. Uh, I think the problem with our cartoons is that's normally done for like a film festival. So you do it like yeah. once, and then they use the same programming in Boston as they do in Chicago. But we've done it however many times we've done it, which is way more than anybody else. Yeah. What, like six times? Seven? Seven or eight. Seven or eight? Yeah. Seven or eight at this point, yeah. So I think it just Quarterly came... Quarterly for about two years now. Yeah, so we haven't forgotten about it, but I think it just came to the point where the person who does it needs to organize more she stuff. She needs cartoons. She needs that. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to start drawing. Yeah. <laughs> you know how long it takes to draw, to redraw one of those old cartoons? So yeah, that'll be sooner or later. Maybe this summer. I gotta try email it again. She was busy with a bunch of other stuff, but they'll be back. But in, in the meantime, we'll have some cool other old cartoons. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And, and especially Lamb Before Time, uh, the, the thing that got me, so Mel was standing at the back of the theater just crying. The for, music is <laughs> yeah. amazing. But it was our first screening of the Star Wars trailer. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if there will come a point where that trailer doesn't wreck me emotionally. And as a grown geek, like I just stand there getting like welled up at Han Solo being on screen. Yeah. And but the best, especially the second day when there was like a good like 35, 37 kids in the audience, uh, little like little kids, like eight year olds, seven year olds, audibly gasping when like the Lucasfilm logo comes up and when like the Falcon flies through. And I was just like, ah, oh, there's hope for the future. <laughs> like, so we're screening that as of, we couldn't quite get it for March break, but March 25th, and we'll have that for a few days. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing it over and over again in a real movie theater. I think, even though everybody's already seen it, except for me, it's going to be <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing that you haven't seen it. That's incredible. Are you going to come and see it? I feel like I have you to. You have to. But here's the thing. I've only ever seen yeah. two, um, four, five, and six. Right. Um, one, two, three came out when I was like yeah. 12, 11 or 12 or whatever. Yeah. And I had zero interest. The, you don't need to see the prequels. It's, it's no. hard for me to judge, but I'm pretty sure you could walk into this movie never hearing of Star Wars before. I'd probably like it better. And get it. And just be like, <laughs> oh, here's some young characters and they're, 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 they're meeting up with some old timers and they're going on an mm-hmm. adventure. Like, I, I, it's always hard to judge when, you, when, you, when you're talking about a franchise you're familiar with. But that's always kind of a compliment. I feel like if there's one that's going to sell me, yeah. it'll be this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's not that I, I, I don't hate them. No. It's just like... And they went out of their way to thing. like not put episode 7 on the poster. You know, it's Star right. Wars, Force Awakens. Yeah. and But anytime with a franchise where you say like, you know, yeah, you can just watch... I, I'm blanking now, but you can just watch Die Hard 3 without seeing the other Die Hards. You can just watch... Some franchises, like... You can't just watch Harry Potter 4, because then you'd be like, wait, what's That's going right. on? You can but, watch the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, some are just, without, you can just yeah. jump in. So I'm pretty sure Force Awakens, I'm a bad judge, because I've seen all the movies 800 times and have a Star Wars tattoo, but they, I, I think you could just jump into this one and follow the adventures of a young girl on an adventure yeah. who meets grouchy old stuff. Harrison Ford yeah. and <laughs> around in a spaceship. <laughs> like, Sassy Carrie Fisher. But, man, I, ho- I hope it does well. I, 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 I think... 
people who have seen it in the old multiplayer. Did you just say, I hope Star Wars does well? I hope, no, I hope it does well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, out of context. Yeah. I hope that It's only made $900 million. million. Dollars in I don't care about that. I hope it does well here. Um, because, But I think people who have seen it a couple times will still want that seeing it in a real movie theater yeah. experience before Disney locks it away in the vaults forever and ever, uh, which I think is... is Hugely funny that it went from one company that has a vault to another company that has a vault. Because other old movies, you know, uh, uh, Planet of the Apes, Alfred Hitchcock stuff, um, you know, Batman, Superman, we can play all those. Yeah. Nothing from Disney. Yeah. Can't show the stuff hey, from Disney. Well, so, sort of, like, like not really along the same vein, but sort of. Yeah. We just received a bunch of posters today, and one of them was for Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Which yeah, I watch that. on VHS, the old version, like... Yeah. Once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're remaking it. Yeah, they're remaking it, um, but like c- CG photorealistic dragon style, with yeah, um, looks very fuzzy. Robert Redford as the old guy. Okay. I haven't seen the movie since I was like four. Is this Disney? Disney, yeah. Okay. So it's Disney doing their remaking all their old movies thing. Okay. Uh, but I think it has a cool director. I forget who's, but I can't judge it because a lot of the remakes have been good. But it's so funny that they're just. Like, now they're going back to Disney movies that people don't remember. Yeah, like, well, they're going to have a hard time with the me cat because from outer space. I've yeah. all the lyrics. Like. They're going to be like the Apple Dumpling Gang and, you know, like uh, all those Kurt Russell movies, all those young Kurt the Russell computer, movies. The, the computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, we, oh, wait, get, sorry. We, get, we get all the Disney... Disney Disney is pretty nice to us for their new releases. Yeah. Before yeah. they get locked away. Yeah, you're right. Because, uh, like, we, we get all the Pixar stuff, and, and, and we probably... I think there's only one time in yeah. my Mayfair work life yeah. where um, we were playing Brave at Mayfair Orleans, and it was like we were planning on having it for multiple weekends in succession. Yeah. But they took it away for, from us for one, one of those weekends. Yeah. To put it in the vault, quote unquote. Yeah. Because another one of their movies was coming out and they wanted to promote that. I think it was like Finding Nemo in 3D or something like that. I don't like understand. That. They yeah. wanted everybody to go see Finding Nemo, so they took Brave away for the weekend. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's, well, and what I don't get is, like, I know that we're small potatoes, but there's way less Mayfair-type theaters in the world than there were five years ago, sadly. But there's still a handful of us. Yeah. And, like, there's... There, there's, you know, theaters like us in, in, in Toronto and, and in New York and in L.A. And, and, and film festivals like Fantasia in Montreal that would, I'm sure, show old stuff if they were allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of money, but why not? Like, like when why not let us play Tron or The Black Hole? Like the $200 or like, that we make off of, or that we say, yeah. the $200 that we could have made off of Brave that weekend yeah. is not taking away from the millions that they made off of Nemo 3D. Yeah, and... And the way kids' brains work is they would come they see, see... all of them. Yeah, and they would come see a movie here and then go home and watch it on Netflix over and over and over so yeah. they would get, like, clicks for that or they would want to buy it on, on Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I've always said, like, if they would let us play Nightmare Before Frozen. Christmas or Frozen, if we could play Frozen once a month the way that we do The Room, it would be fine. We would get, like, like... 50, 100 little girls in blue dresses for everyone. Like, but, yeah, so I don't, I don't... Especially now where, like, Blu-rays and DVDs are kind of dying off a little bit. There's no video stores anymore. You think they Leave would... Leave video. Leave videos left. <laughs> God, God bless them. I don't yeah, know how they're yeah. hanging in there. Well, have you heard of this thing uh, called the screening room? Yeah. That they're talking about? Yeah. 
that Spielberg and Peter Jackson are endorsing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really afraid of it. Just the same way that I'm not really afraid of like Netflix or whatever, because it it, it it kind of all comes down to people who don't want to leave the house. Like there, there's a breed of people who want to set up a really awesome entertainment system and have like the new video game console and surround sound and 3D and sit in their basement and watch stuff. So it's it's a $150 device <clears throat> that you can attach to your home entertainment system so that you can play, uh, you can pay $50 to watch a new release movie. Right. For 48 hours. Right. <clears throat> so why would you spend $200 to watch? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, 10 Cloverfield Lane at home. Yeah. And especially, like, those kind of movies. That's what we pay in print fees. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they're talking about um, sharing some of the revenue with um, exhibitors with, yeah. for this, but... I, I don't... I doubt we'd see a penny of that. Well, we, yeah, no. Yeah, we, we wouldn't, no. I, I think it might happen, and I think it'll just... It won't really affect us, because, like, you know, sometimes you want to stay at home and watch a movie. Yeah. But if you're going to see Star Wars, if you're going to see Rocky Horror, if you're going to see The Shining at Halloween, yeah. you're coming to the Mayfair for that experience. Well, I, mean, like, I don't know. I'm fairly antisocial. Yeah. <laughs> I stay home I a hate lot. people. Yeah. Yeah. But do you want to pay $200? To I wouldn't pay $200 yeah. for that shit because I can pay $10. Well, I can come yeah. here to see it for free, personally. But like, I think you're yeah. right. I, there are, you know, I, I'm fairly antisocial, but I would still pay the $10 versus $200 to yeah. get like three friends to come over and watch it with me. The, the only... If I was debate clubbing it, the but, thing that it is good for would be if you're like, if you're if you're uh, planting trees in like the Northwest yeah. Territories, or if you're like some some scientist living on an island or something. Or you live in Rockland and all two hundred of you wanna watch yeah, the latest yeah. Hunger Games together at the bowling alley. And how 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 are they gonna gonna stay on top of that? Whereas like yeah, like you could just do it. And then go what? to the bowling like, alley and yeah. everybody watch, you know, the the new Marvel movie. On Janine's sheets. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's fun. It's very interesting. Like, there's always, there's always something that threatens to kill off the thing before it. Yeah. But everything seems to be hanging in there, you know, like, like I, books or... Did, did I tell you guys about the interview? Yeah, I did. Because I recognized his face the whole interview and I was, like, dying oh, about yeah. recognizing this kid from Janine's. But... When we were doing this interview, he was like, are you worried about, basically, like, what do you think the future of the independent cinema is? And it's sort of like, I kind of feel like we've got a better shot than the multiplex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think there's, there's like, unfortunately, like, 75% of the independent theaters died in the planet. But yeah. I think the ones that are left... But that's because a bunch of us didn't have a bajillion dollars to yeah. invest in this quick, quick turnaround thing. Oh, yeah. But I, I think now, like, whether it be, like... You just look at our neighborhood. We have we have a pinball bar across the street. Mm-hmm. We have a bookstore. Oh, so we have, someone's we have a visitor. We might pause here. Hey! Hey! That's it's, okay. Wait, we can yeah. keep going. It's our candy bar person. She's coming in to drop off her things. <laughs> We're going to keep talking. Um, yeah, like, I just don't think it's going to be the end of the world because we just helped a dude save his theater in Cornwall come to think of it yeah he called me a little while ago and was like hey what did you guys do 
you guys have a digital projector now. What did you guys oh, do? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I wasn't super involved, but they did a fundraiser and yeah. da da da. I put him in touch with Marcus, and I think Marcus actually helped him set everything up. Yeah. Now he has his liquor license, and he is doing great. Yeah. So we're not all doomed. And I think it's one of those things where it's, it's a very interesting turnaround that has happened where, like, I don't have the numbers in front of you, but however, however many years ago, all the big box stores happened. Mm-hmm. And now they're all starting to go away. And a city might not be able to support a big box store for, for multimedia stuff or books or CDs, but a city like Ottawa or a they city... still need those things, Yeah, though. can support a smaller store uh, like Black Squirrel Books or like, like Turning Point or Compact Music or Comic Book Shop. Little stores like that. And people come in and are loyal and buy stuff from them knowing that they're helping the little guy. Yeah. But like down in the States... Their big box store for books was called Borders, I think. And they went away a couple years ago. And now, like, I worked at HMV a long time ago, like 10 or 12 years ago. And it was this giant store on Spark Street that was hopping. And, like, every Friday night they would sell a million dollars in CDs and DVDs. And now the HMV on Spark Street is about... You know, the size of our office. Yeah, actually. And and sadly, like, feel bad for the employees, but went from, like, 40 employees to, like, three. Yeah. Because... Is the Spark Street, it's still there? It's still there, yeah. Yeah. Last time I walked, I'm like... I don't know what... I thought it shut down. It's a closet. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more... Well, the one on... um, The one at the Rideau Center is small, but they're... They're in the middle of a renovation. Yeah. They keep getting shuffled around, too, because of what's going on in there. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that is just the example of, like, a small bit of people who once a week buy a Blu-ray. Yeah. Or, you know, CD. Yeah. Do people or still buy Chum- CDs? are the same. Chum- yeah, like, yeah. Speaking of this, uh-huh. uh, if you, I think if you Google Street Maps, like Street yeah. View, the yeah. blockbusters... So, like, oh. the Google Street View has Blockbuster on Somerset, like, Whoa. Somerset Bank. Like, it's just, like, ghost- somebody posted a f- it on Twitter the other day, and it just blew my mind. It was like, what? That's funny. I never thought of that. Same with the one on Rito. It just, like, floored me. So you can go through and find all these extinct yeah. stores? Yeah. It hasn't been that long, but it's just, like, yeah. whoa, I want to go there. <laughs> I want to go to Blockbuster. Man, can you imagine, like... It, it, was, it was ages ago, but I went down to Florida, which I, I believe was, like, the home base for Blockbuster. Yeah. And this this was a long time, but this was, like, 2000, early 2000s, because I have some friends and family down there. And Blockbuster, like, owned the world. Like, they, yeah. owned, they owned sports teams. They owned... Uh, I'm surprised they didn't, like, have a film development branch, but they, they had all their stores. And the math on it, right? Like, there was a Blockbuster in every community... In North America. My friend Nao got hers when we went down to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was, They were like, what's your address? And it was like, okay, here's my address in Ottawa, Canada. And they issued her a card. It came from Brooklyn. Yeah. At this blockbuster <laughs> that we went to because it was fucking raining that night, you know? And, 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 you know, although we're, of course, pro movie theater, I'm kind of fascinated that, and I'm older than you guys, but our old man thing will be telling kids about video stores and going like, no, we used to go to a store and then look around for 45 minutes and then go all the way home and then go all the way back Instead the next day. Just sitting at the TV, yeah. scrolling through Netflix, trying to figure out, I guess. Yeah, like it, it's amazing that, that that's such... And, you know, you can compare it to like 
we used to sit around as a family and listen to radio. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it, it's it's I don't think there's any company that went from king of the world to super bankrupt yeah. within like a decade like that. Like, like everything else has adapted. Like linens and things, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like TVs had to adapt, and cars keep changing, and and the way we get music keeps changing. But but the video store, I'm I'm fascinated. Like as poor old Elgin Street video went away. No. Our, our friends at Invisible Cinema went away. Uh, they're all gone. Like and and, uh, but, they, I I don't know. But but there's one in um, Wellington as well. I think there's one on Wellington, like an actual video store that has like coming soon in the window. Whoa! And I was like, who who rents from you? That's amazing. Like, what? Who doesn't just stay home and watch Netflix if you want <laughs> to stay home and watch a movie? Yeah. But, but yeah, like I'm I'm, especially like the crowds we get when we're getting these big crowds for. For movies you don't associate with like a a geek fanhood like the lady in the van, mm-hmm. and that we, the distributor is asking us to hold it over again, and we're like, sorry, we got too many other cool things to show. Yeah, that's a good position to be in. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's uh, and right now, like as we speak, Lady in the Van is is screening, and there's a good crowd in there. Yeah. And, and it's like for a matinee. Yeah, yeah. Thursday afternoon, and there's there's a good crowd in there, and uh, yeah. The distributor asked us to hold on to it, but. We can't last week. Yeah, yeah. We need to show other things. Yeah, which is good. Like it's you know it's good to just have you know two or three strong weeks and then yeah, absolutely. not gamble on a fourth week yeah. that may not be as good. Yeah, and you can give people and people know they're like oh I better see it now. Um, so speaking of uh, another yeah, movie we're holding over, <laughs> let's stop talking about video stores. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hail Caesar is being held over uh, for a second week. Uh, I got to see it last week and really liked it. Um, I don't know if and either of you caught the like Eyes of March joke there that we could oh, have yeah. done yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Was it yesterday? No, today. No, it's the fifteenth. Oh, fifteenth. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking. I was thinking St. Patrick's Day. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, if you don't like the Coen Brothers for some reason, which I I can't imagine, you so won't probably change your mind. Yeah, like it's it's. I read one review that said like it's got like. It's like the most Coney of Coen Brothers Coens. Like it's because it's, it's got like musical numbers and and over the Just top silliness. dumb guys. Yeah, and kind of like a, a mystery plot and and you know like lots of characters and and a cool score and 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 akin to some of their movies like um, Hudsucker Proxy is kind of like a tribute to older cinema and the cast is ludicrous. Like there's there's too many people. Too many people to mention. Uh, George Clooney playing a dumb guy, which is my favorite thing that he does. Uh, yeah, it's just super fun. And so I'm glad. And when I came to see it, I came to see it uh, Friday night, and people like clapped at the end, yeah. which is awesome, which is my favorite thing, uh, that people actually go old-timey and clap at the end of a movie. Yeah. And Christopher Lambert's in it from Highlander. Yeah. Nice. It's like, that was surprising. I don't know where he came from. But, uh, but yeah, so we're holding that over for a second week. Um... We are also premiering the program. The story of Lance Armstrong oh, and how he lied about juicing. It's such a good story. It's like, like and even in the, if you see like documentary footage of him, it's uncomfortable because you know he's lying. But there's a clip in the movie or the trailer that I've seen a couple times now where it's just him, the, the actor, going like lying. Yeah. He's looking in the mirror, rehearsing. It's like, so uncomfortable. I, I've never oh. tested positive for drug use. Or, it's so or, uncomfortable. You're gonna get caught. You're gonna get caught. And it's uh, uh, Chris O'Dowd is in it. Yeah. Who I love. I always. 
it's I think that everybody knows him. Right. You know? Yeah. But nobody knows his name. No. But I've loved him since Bridesmaids? No, because I didn't see Bridesmaids when it came out. I T Fred. That was the first time I Bef- saw. No, Pirate Radio. Oh, Pirate oh, Radio. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know he was in that. See, I yeah. saw him Which is a good Philip Seymour Hoffman movie as well. It's yeah. Really... I might have seen him first in Bridesmaids. Or if I saw him before that I didn't like remember him. So a lot of Americans, a lot of North Americans know him as the guy from Bridesmaids. But then, then crowd, though, I watched yeah. IT Crowd, which is amazing. amazing. And then he's been in like half a dozen movies since then. A very different genre. Like he kind of typecast him. Uh, the Sapphires? Yes. <laughs> yeah. For the podcast audience, Mel just mime dancing <laughs> to a Motown beat. Yeah. Um, so this is a more serious turn for him. He's uh, playing a reporter who's on to Lance Armstrong and wants to expose him as a liar. And no one believes him. This was, yeah, this was during the, the 1999 uh, Tour de France. Yeah. When everyone kind of worshipped him. Like, and he hey, was a like cancer the, survivor. He was the biggest hero. hero. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Because on, on top of him being... And it's so bad because he's a cancer survivor. So you're like, good for you. But everything is ruined. Like, everything is ruined. Imagine if we found out that, like, this whole time Terry Fox... Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cut off his own leg. <laughs> yeah, cut off his own leg. Uh, it was just, a, it, was just a, it was a long con. That didn't well, go if, well. He, if he did performance-enhancing drugs, I wouldn't, like, come on, give, give, give the him guy a, a break. He doesn't yeah. have a leg. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But it, it, it's, uh, yeah, the movie's like, the, the, so this movie is directed by the guy who did quite a resume, directed uh, Philomena, which I really liked. Mm. The Grifters. The Grifters. Um, High Fidelity. High Fidelity is really good. And The Queen. So he's got a good resume. Stephen Frears. Stephen Frears. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. I don't think he's done a bad movie. Like, some, you know, better than others. Oh, there's there's an actor in this I really like. Uh, I forget his name. He was in Breaking... He was the psychotic guy in Breaking Bad. The uh, Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget his name too. uh, he was in the... um, He was in The Master... Wasn't he in... Wait, I'm getting... It might be a different guy, but was, uh, was he in Bridge of Spies? He might... I don't know. What, what's his name? He was so good in... in let's talk about TV some more. Like he was so good at Breaking Jesse Bad. Something? Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Yeah. Really good actor. And he, I guess he plays another cyclist. I think he plays like a bad influence co-cyclist who's yeah. like getting him drugs and being a bad person. Um, I hope they have the Oprah scene. I don't know if they have the Oprah scene. I don't think so because no? this uh. is. I think this is like set years before, like years before that. Yeah, I want. I want like like some awesome. Can't be Oprah playing herself, but like like some awesome black actress playing Oprah <laughs> and just recreating the scene the where she broke him down. Yeah. Yeah, just breaking him down. Let's Armstrong. Then we also have. Where to Invade Next, yeah, uh, Michael Moore. His first documentary in like six or seven years. Yeah. Um, I know he was busy. He was just kind of doing his film fest. He almost he was, died. He almost died. I hope Drinking we... Flint water, right? Yeah, Flint water. Was it Flint water? No. I don't know. Is he from there? He's, yeah, he's from there, but I, he, he had uh, uh, pneumonia. Oh, oh. man. So he had to cancel a lot of his promotional yeah. uh, spots. Oh, I don't want to kill Michael Moore. No. <laughs> we have a bad track record with... Killing people, um, but this movie is—it's a just—it's a, a. It sounds really funny. Detractors of him, I could understand, but I like that he's kind of front and center. Like a lot of detractors of his work say, like, why is he the star of his own documentary? He's just a glory hound. 
but he's just kind of he's made this genre of hosting his own being the personality yeah, what's in his wrong, what, like what's really the difference between that and like Werner Herzog narrating Yeah, history? very much. Yeah. Well, he's, he's just not, not in front of the camera. He's not as much of a presence in his more recent films as he was say in like Roger and Me. Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And in, in like in this one, because he gets a lot of flack for that. Oh, he's in it too much, or the movie's better when he's not in it, which well, it, might be true when it focuses more on the people he's talking yeah. to. And like I've heard him say, like, yeah, it's one sided. This is my point of view, and you know the other guys can go make their documentaries, which they have. Yeah. And it's like I, I was morbidly curious to see, um, like the 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 right wing side made like a a, a pro um, like anti Obama movie. And I'd love to see that just almost as, like, studying propaganda. You know, just seeing what they say. I always... Yeah, like, like here's his birth certificate from Kenya. When I can't <laughs> sleep at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, I watch the weird Jesus-y things on Netflix. Yeah, like, yeah. Just to know what the other side really believes. Yeah. Or, like, what's her, what's her name? Who, who is the, the, the crazy Alaskan vice president? Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. <laughs> so there's a... There was a Sarah Palin documentary. Very curious to see mm. that. If, if that ever... I'm going to watch it sooner or later and just be furious. But, like... <laughs> It's just interesting <laughs> to see, yeah, oh, I'm so angry, um, to see, because it's propaganda on both sides, to be fair. Totally. And it's just interesting to see, like, if you were in, like, film school or, or like, journalism school, and I'm sure teachers do this, it's like, okay, here's your assignment, like, pick a name out of a hat, you have to go write or film something pro Stephen Harper. Mm. And you can do it, because there's scenes of Stephen Harper saying nice things, there's scenes of Stephen Harper being nice to people or shaking hands with Wayne Gretzky or something, you know. Those are but, the more challenging assignments. When yeah. When you're like, prove to me that this person is a good person and they're just like a shitbag. Yeah. yeah. Or like, somebody follows me around for a year. I have a pretty nice guy, but every once in a while I snap. And if you just took those moments and cut together like an 80 minute documentary, I could be a monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like every once in a while. And, uh, or you could, you know, vice versa and just get all the super nice moments. Like, yeah. I, I worked, this was ages ago, I just worked, one of my freelance gigs is doing techie stuff, and it was a, a liberal convention, and it was when Paul Martin was still Prime Minister. Oh my god. And it was fascinating, but they had a, a, a little slideshow slash video to U2 music, because evidently U2 is the go-to political thing. And it was just Our, Bru- our Bruce Springsteen. Our Bruce Springsteen, yeah. And it, it might have been a beautiful day, yeah. And, and so it's Paul Martin, like looking like serious him like pointing at something and then him like with a bunch of kids smiling in the sun then him pretending to play street hockey and then for real him kissing a baby but then the best was him with his arm around bono and i feel bad for bono because i feel like bono like anytime a politician is near him they grab him and go like hey i know bono and there was an i happened to be it was like you know we set up the stage or whatever so i was just kind of there near backstage but out of curiosity watching the show and there was like a 65 70 year old woman standing beside me full-on like wearing a nice red vest and a hat with buttons on it with like like one of those like um politician hats from like the 1930s and she was weeping she was openly weeping at the joy of paul martin Oh my god. And, I was and like, nobody yeah. remembers him. Yeah, and now but like it worked. Like I'm sure she was a nice lady. Maybe she was a monster. I don't know. But she's probably a nice lady who was a grandma and did nice things and gave money to charity and whatever. And she was openly weeping oh at, at the, the glories of Paul Martin. Paul Martin. So I always think that I of watching like the other side of the coin documentaries that 
the kind of people who hate Michael Moore documentaries. Yeah, yeah. I like Michael Moore documentaries because it always makes Canada look great. That's true. <laughs> they, That's true. Like, there's always a point in the movie where he goes, and Canada is better than us. And we're like, yay! <laughs> yay, we are better than you! Well, in this one, he, he's mostly going, I've seen it, he's, yeah. he mostly goes to Europe, and at one point he goes to like this um, uh, prison in Denmark? Oh, yeah. Um, I read about with like this. murderers? <laughs> yeah, but it's like this really nice country Portugal club. <laughs> country club prison. No, he goes to Portugal and, and talks about how they don't arrest people for drugs anymore or something like in that. In Portugal, yeah. more notes the effects of the decriminalization of drugs. Yeah. Is that... Yeah. And the moral of the story is, we're all better than America. <laughs> oh, America. There's a lot I like about America, but I think we're one election away from Mad Max happening there now. Yeah. So. But, uh... uh the, from the, having our Donald Trump film festival. Yeah, Donald Trump film festival. Uh, the next movie we have, the other movie we have is The Witch. Playing for three nights, uh, 9 o'clock on Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. This is a Canadian movie, isn't it? It was is shot it? in Canada. Yeah. I didn't realize this. I did not know that. Well, the flyer says Canada, so it must be true. Um, I assume they filmed it in Algonquin Park. So it's Cana- Yeah, they filmed it in Ontario, Probably. I think. So it's Canadian, but it is a New England story. Right. Yeah. And why Why is it VV instead of a W? Is that just the Vavavitch? Why is it the Vavitch? So my theory is that in olden days, uh, the way that we spelled things is, was much oh. different than we spell things now. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, the W was actually just two Vs. So it actually is not just like a stupid like S-E, 7 E. No, it's probably thing. some sort of throwback thing. So on the marquee, are we going to put two We should. We, could. we should. I think we should. We totally should. We'll be I'm cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah. We'll be way cooler to do that. Means we're in the know. I did that for Hateful Eight because I couldn't fit Hateful Eight, so I put Hateful, <laughs> hateful with yeah. the Eight. Nice. I love it when we're showing like twelve movies in a day, and we just put it all in yeah, the marquee. Yeah. Can we fit it? Can we fit it? Everything is like three letters. Three letters it's in like, each movie. Okay, w- go. One o'clock. The. <laughs> Three forty-five. Uh. <laughs> well, right. Well, we're showing the last screening of Rise of the Legend tonight, and I just have Rise on the market. Rise. So fit. Who people will be confused? It could be Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It could be. Yeah. Well, I can't put Legend. <laughs> Legend, no, because there's two movies called it's, Legend. Yeah, it could, it could, yeah. Not enough gaps either. Uh, but which I've heard, well, it's it's one of those. It sounds so creepy. It's, it's like Babadook levels. Babadook, yeah, and and in that style, there's more and more horror movies that are winning legit awards. Mm-hmm. So this won an award, I think, a directing award at Sundance. Yeah, and was nominated for their like grand jury prize, and I've heard glowing reviews that it, it is so um so well production designed and shot and acted that it really feels of its time apparently it's sort of like it follows like it's very tonal and yeah you know kind of a slow burn type of horror film yeah i want to see it like it's just not very jumpy and like you don't really see well it, it's like not um I read that it's sort of Blair Witchy. Yeah, it's like an artful like, horror film. You don't see really, you catch glimpses of the thing that you're scared of, but you yeah. don't really see what we don't, you're scared of. Yeah, we don't know whether it's a real witch or what? people being evil to poor women in the, you know. Yeah, the, well, also from what I understand, too, the family that is like, the family in the movie is going through a rough time. and They sort of oh, start like... yeah. Yeah, like yeah, being suspicious of each other, like yeah. maybe the oh, mom killed the baby. Because I love these kind anyway, of movies. Yeah, I drove. We drove past 
Salem once on a roller derby trip. I forget where I was going because it's a blur. I've been on. So That's many. like the start of a horror film. It yeah. is. It is. He's <laughs> like bunch of roller derby kids on a road and then, trip. And then, and then me and, and four derby ladies were hunted by witches in Massachusetts. Um, and I, part of me wanted to stop, but part of me is like, it's become a tourist town where there's like you buy goofy T-shirts and you get a mug. Celebrating people getting killed. But it's a place where people get killed because like, people didn't oh. understand them. Yeah. So part of me really wants to go. It's like going to. Plantation. Well, <laughs> the plantation too. If, if the oh plantation God. had goofy T-shirts you could buy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, but like some uh, of the plantations, yeah. I think do there. But it's a weird. Like I'm sure it's it's um weird for the town because this town exists as a tourist town, and I guess some somewhere you could look at it seriously. Like okay, these bad things happened here and whatever. But then sometimes it's like hayrides and people dressed up as witches for Halloween and stuff. Like, And you sort of have to partake... What I what blows my mind is that you sort of have to partake in that kind of... Yeah. If you don't like it, then... You're a witch. Yeah. Go, go home? Like, yeah. you did, this is where you live? You live... I don't know. Anyway. And it's, yeah, and it's weird. You it's, it's been so fictionalized in, like, dozens of movies and comic books and plays, and, and this, you kind of forget it really happened. You kind of forget, yeah. like, oh... So people went crazy and killed a bunch of ladies because they were... And just the loophole. Because they got Okay, periods. here's what we're going to do. We're going to burn you at the stake. If you don't die, you're a witch. Then, Good yeah. news, if you die, all's forgiven. Like, really, guys? Really? Like, that doesn't seem fair. If you die. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a nice burial. We'll say we're sorry to your family. Give them some flowers. It'll, it'll work out for the best. Yeah. Um, That's insane. But yeah, so I think it's going to be... And, and this is another movie where a lot of people have been nice on, on the old social media and saying that they've held out because they wanted to see it in a real movie theater because yeah. it's, to, it's just... I always joke that I think every movie is better seen here, but horror movies are totally better. We're haunted. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my God. I was here oh yesterday no. by myself and it was a matinee, so I thought just somebody was walking around. So this is me talking crazy talk. But I, I was here sitting in the office and I super duper heard footsteps in the lobby. This has happened to me before. There's been days where I know you're coming in at some point in time, but I'm cleaning the theater, yeah, yeah. and you've come in three times. And the third time oh, is the time where you're here. Oh, I'm so freaked out. because So I went out thinking, because I was here by myself, because I think Anya, I sent her to go get uh, change from the bank. So I thought it was her coming back, or somebody coming early for the next show. So I, uh, I, I leave the door open. I didn't have like a headset on or anything. So I, I super heard footsteps. So, and then I, I stood, oh and it, it wasn't a guy in the washroom, because nobody came out. And so then I came back here, heard it a second time, nobody out there again, and I looked to make sure, and I was, I was close enough. So I'm sure there's some skeptic explanation of, like, like some weird echo somebody hit. Somebody was moving all around on the Yeah, it, it, was, it was somebody outside, and the sound waves hit or something, but... Even if you explained it scientifically to me, I'd be like, yeah, I was freaked out. I was freaked out nonetheless. Because I was just like, oh, that was weird. And and that's the same reason. I was I did a clopening shift on last Saturday last to Sunday. So I worked the room and then came back and worked the kids club. So it was a great double bill. The double bill was was the room and like yeah. before time. And I think I had texted Mel something and said, oh, just sleep over. And I'm like, and I put it on, on Twitter. I was like, I would sleep over, but I'm afraid of the ghost. I've done it once, and I didn't sleep a wink. Oh, I, I'd be... I've done it a bunch of times, and it was uncomfortable at first. Yeah. You, you get used to it. You're like, ah, oh, it's fine. I just know I'd, I would be sleeping up on the couch, one of the couches, 
and I would just hear something, you know, like like snow falling off the roof or somebody slamming the garbage shed at Quinn's or something, yeah. and I would have a heart attack and die. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Or if somebody, if you like, snuck in with a sheet over your head, I would just die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would throw a punch. <laughs> that'd be bad. And then I would have a heart attack and it's die. It's a witch. It's a witch. Burn her at this day. But yeah, those footsteps freaked me out. Yeah. And now I'm freaked out more knowing yeah. that you heard footsteps Well, too. and the worst part is that it's like, hear the door unlocking and sort of like whatever random lobby noises and like people talking sometimes. Oh, so God. like... Totally haunted. Should We're I go to haunted. the doctor? Yeah. Am yeah. I <laughs> losing it? I'm going mad. Do I have a second friend, Josh? Like. Oh God, there's the ghost of... It's the future ghost of me. Yeah. Um... So before we go, the last thing to talk about is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror! They're introducing a new member. Yeah, they had me, They uh, I posted it on the old Facebook about it. Um, Playing the doctor? Yes, I, I believe so. Criminologist. The criminologist, yes. yeah. And I think I think it's a guy <coughs> who did, was in um, the cabaret show with Sam. Yep. Uh, so folks who aren't in the know, Sam's kind of the, the brave leader of this absent friend's shadow cast. And he did a show in town of uh, cabaret. cabaret and it was great it was really really good yeah um he oh so good he's good at what he does i shouldn't even it's like good is like an understatement yeah he's awesome and i don't know how he manages to wrangle this bunch of <laughs> bunch of crazies land of misfit shadow cast yeah. yeah i love them all but i keep on wanting oh, to do something else but just doing this is so much work and to do something else do cabaret Oh, they should do cabaret. Like a shit, like but the movie okay, cabaret. But seriously, though, yeah. they have a super secret group, and he's like, yeah. guys, let's do a rehearsal this weekend. Yeah. And everybody's like, huh? Uh, yeah. And he's like, guys, do it, I need do you it. to be in town for this time. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, I didn't read that thing. Yeah. It's like, I can't imagine. Oh, it's just like any, like putting together any kind of project like that, but with, with artists, bless their little heart. Artists, that's Some why... Some don't all live in town. Yeah, that's why artists, whether that artist be a comic book artist or a performer or a dancer, you need a producer, an editor, a manager, because artists don't have the brain to yeah. do that. Like, without a deadline, I would never write anything because there's stuff to do, yeah. you know? But with a deadline, with somebody telling you, you gotta finish it, you gotta do this. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that, that those Rocky Horror guys routinely pull off a, 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 a very entertaining show... For our Rocky Horror screening. Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's always fun. And uh, they're back for another thing. And we'll just quickly mention there's also uh, an Ottawa-Tibet Film Festival on Sunday the 20th. So you can check online for all the information about that. It's, Admission is regular Mayfair prices, I think. Yeah, and it's... Richard Gere will be here. Richard, yeah, he's coming in. <laughs> he's coming in. And it's long. It's like a whole day thing. It's like starts yeah. at noon and... There's like a little bit of a live performance and some short shorts, films, some features, and yeah. some chats. And then, and then after that, it'll be done in time for a screening of the witch, the vavavitch, the vavavitch, which I might just stick around for and watch that night. I'm gonna drag Gwen to see the witch. It's like what? It won at Sundance. It's not a scary movie. But every time we drag her to a scary movie, she likes it. Yeah. She doesn't like scary movies, but you know we're not bringing her to like, you know, something horrible. Like it's always like Babadook. Or It Follows. Um, so she doesn't like scary movies, but a good scary movie. But then she's, you know, well, we were walking home from one once and an ambulance went by and she jumped eight feet off the oh ground. <laughs> and, uh, oh, good. But yeah, so I want to see, I want to see the, and it's, it's, I was like, it's short. It's only 93 minutes. Can't be that much scary. It'll be, it'll be, yeah. oh yeah, probably terrifying. 
It's cars for life. Let's not have this conversation with Gwen. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell Gwen. Don't listen to this podcast. Uh, cool. So I think that's about it. So that's stuff from the 18th to the 24th. Um, we'll be back next week. Yay. Oh, and go to uh, audibletrial.com slash Mayfair Theater Podcast. Oh, download a, a... What can you download? Uh, Michael Moore has books. Michael Moore must have yes, a book on there. Probably. Stupid White Man or something. I just listened to... I'll just quickly say it's. I just listened out of curiosity and because I got a free thing for it. Uh, Joe Hill, his comic book, uh, Lock and Key, they did an audiobook of the comic book series, which nice. is weird. So, But it's with a full cast and so there's like... Haley Joel Osment is in it, and Kate Mulgrew, um, and a few other cool character actors. Stephen King shows up for a little cameo in it. Um, so that's on there. So that's an interesting thing of hearing a comic book adapted into a radio show. Sounds yeah. like um, like old-timey radio show kind and of And it very much is, yeah. All the sound effects are in and everything like that. That's so cool. That's something cool and audible. Um, and then uh, go to House of Targ and eat all their pierogies. Because they have March break hours for today and tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you listen to this right away, you can bring your kids to uh, March break on Friday the 18th at House of Targ and uh, go check out their schedule. Lots of cool bands coming up. Uh, it's, I think it's a little while away. Remy Royale. Remy Royale. Um, and I should mention some premieres coming up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Barney Thompson, starring, yep. directed by and starring Robert Carlyle, starts mm-hmm. on March 25th. Peace Park, about Montreal skateboarders on March 30th, 31st. Uh, Do we have one... like an association coming in for that? Oh Possibly. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ottawa Antique. for the Peace Park. It's uh, someone from the Ottawa. Oh, my mind's blanking, but it's it's we'll online. Talk about it later. Yeah, it's, it's the <laughs> Ottawa skateboarding community <clears throat> is coming in to introduce the film. Cool. One more time, starring Christopher Walken and Amber Heard on April fifteenth. Mm-hmm. She plays a rock star or a wannabe rock star. Christopher Walken's like a famous musician. Yeah, and it's her father. Uh, Measure of a Man, big winner at Cannes Film Festival, April 22nd. Louder Than Bombs, starring uh, Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, on May 6th. Um, Yeah, mayfairtheater.ca for more info. And Big Trouble in Little China on, what's the date? March 27th. Yes. My birthday movie. So everyone has to come. The 30th anniversary. Uh, Yeah, everyone bring me cake, vegan cake. And uh, support us showing cool old movies and have more than me and eight friends show up (laughs) who will pay because they're so nice and loyal. They are. Um, And one more thing, then we'll go for real. April 1st is absolutely anything with Simon Pegg. And that's not a joke. That's for real this time. And the coolest thing is I always love it when we have a premiere that is actually the premiere. On the poster. So on the poster is April 1st. So this is the actual premiere. That doesn't happen often, you guys. I spend hours searching for posters (laughs) Posters without dates. Yeah. And so that's uh, uh, Simon Pegg, um, Robin Williams doing the voiceover of a dog, the complete cast of Monty Python. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. And the director, uh, Terry Jones, one of the Monty Python guys as well. So it's April 1st. That's cool. I love it when we have that. Yay. Mm Mm-hmm. Take that, other theaters. There you go. We <laughs> tra- take that. Bam. Mic drop. I'm going to drop the mic, really. but... Take that a- Napster guy who wants to <laughs> start a streaming service. I dropped the mic, but it's Andrews and it's expensive and I don't want to break it. But you can't really drop this mic. I could drop it. Right well, now. You can't like, <laughs> like rap hip-hop stars slam it. Throw no. it on the ground. All right. See you at the movies. Bye. Yes, <laughs> Bye. that.